guys. Welcome back to another broadcast of Beard. We're here to reel you back into reality, pluck you from the clouds, and bring you right back down here on the ground with us. I'm Aaron, one of your hosts. Hey, my name's John. And I'm Ryan. Oh, all three of us. The three fucking stooges today. Yep. <laughs> I prefer Amigos. Or, musket- or Musketeers. Yes, even better. Okay, yeah. all good. Massive improvement. I, I I guess. I don't know. Fucking three stooges are awesome, man. It's There's something to be said about some shit that, that's done in black and white. And <clears throat> I still watch it nowadays, and it, it makes me almost piss my pants. It is funny. <laughs> now, if we're the three stooges, who's curly? Because him and I are both bald. <laughs> I'd say John looks more. Yeah, like I'm more. Curly. I, I, I'll take that. I'm Curly. <laughs> Curly's one of my favorites. Okay. Moe's just the hard ass and beats everybody up. It's awesome. I don't <laughs> play vi- shit at everybody. I don't play violin, but I do have a cello, and I don't know how to play that. So that's even closer. <laughs> All right. Well, we have uh, got a, a shit ton of things to talk about today. I mean, this has been uh, an extremely fucking busy. Uh, a news cycle this week for yeah, a busy whole... busy time between the last podcast right yeah and uh certainly <laughs> hence why we're doing it on a friday night which we don't normally do but uh we had to get in here and and uh do some real talk to everybody but uh yeah of course we're gonna talk about the fucking school shooting i mean jesus i'm sure if you listen to talk radio follow the news this is completely dominated the news cycle for the past week or so dominate your facebook feed too it's all you see is that goddamn hog kid Mm -hmm. david fucking hog the goddamn tool the democratic party fucking it's it's, the kid drives me nuts honestly the fbi spokes teen (laughs) that works yeah (laughs) they said his dad was like retired fbi or something didn't yep Yeah, and he's like, don't don't blame the FBI, blame the guns. <laughs> right. Or the NRA. Yeah. There you go. Blame the NRA. Let's let's demonize the NRA again. Find another reason. It makes me just want to join it. the NRA. But, you know. Yeah, I'm not even a member yet, but. Yeah, neither am I. I haven't either. Uh, Hunter actually brought this up in a, <laughs> in a post <clears throat> that kind of made me laugh because it, it made sense, actually. But he's like, eh, I haven't joined the NRA because they're like one Democrat away from being a terrorist organization. And I was like, yeah, I guess that's kind of true. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. like, I don't really need to run out and join them, I guess. But, but uh, yeah, I support the cause. But, you know, NRA has done more for, uh, has done, put more money into gun safety than anybody has ever. Right. And for them to say that, you know. They're the scapegoat, though, whenever something right. like this goes down because uninformed people right for a minute there gun owners association of america whatever that is yeah the goa yeah they seem like like, we're hardcore gonna you know Mm -hmm. the nra is like meh so so they're a bunch of compromisers (laughs) we're gonna say no laws and i was like hey i'll give you 35 bucks (laughs) okay we're gonna spend all that money mailing shit to you until we hit 35 dollars and we're not gonna send you anything anymore and that's what happened (laughs) I wouldn't so they mind wasted it. every dollar I gave them. <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting a free range bag though. Usually they give you something when you join. Yeah, uh, yeah, that is true. I guess is. I didn't join good enough. <laughs> Joined at the wrong time. Maybe I just donated and got a fake card. Uh, yes. <laughs> right. I think my cousin got a range bag from the NRA. Oh, nice. 
That's why. Yeah, I, I know that. that they, I know that they always kind of they try to give you a little incentive to to want to join. I mean, I support the organization for sure, but I've just never, for some I reason, I definitely support any organization that wants to uphold constitutional rights. Right. Exactly. And you know, you, you saw them <clears throat> at the fucking so-called uh, like town hall meeting, yeah. whatever, at the fucking in Florida. You know, and that one chick with the shaved head. She has Dude. no manners whatsoever. I she's, don't like her at all. I mean, she's, she's <laughs> talking. She's not talking to anyone. She's talking at them, and, and she's talking at them as if she's an authority on. She, yeah, she's just some arrogant millennial SJW lazy slob. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, I haven't actually seen the whole thing. I've seen clips of it, but so I, she's I, talking to Dana Lash, and she's just got a real attitude, like someone needs to throw a brick at her. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine the whole thing in my head, and like I was like, I don't know if I can actually watch this whole thing because it just would make my blood boil the yeah. entire time. Sometimes I can't even like you know how like when people go on the streets and they talk to liberals and ask them questions about things. Sometimes I can't even watch that because I'm just like, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my fucking shit because these people are so dumb. You know what I mean? <laughs> And I get that way sometimes. Yeah, like, like I gotta be fucking hammered and, like, have my no, I don't give a fuck mode to watch stuff like that. But if I'm sober and I watch it, I'm like, I'm gonna get pissed. Uh That's like the default position for everyone who is not paying attention at all. This is just go with what the media is telling you. Mm -hmm. So that's all these people walking around, like parrots. Polly want a cracker. Yeah. Polly want a cracker. I'm super serious, guys. <laughs> Polly want a cracker. <laughs> or they speak in platitudes. Yeah. They say the same exact damn same. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. all it's all the same <clears throat> democratic talking points all the time. It's uh, it's like a a cast that they can't escape from. You well, know? no one wants to talk about all the times people stop crimes with guns. Right. Well, that doesn't ever get any media coverage uh, at all. Almost, you know, it happens. I mean. I can remember, um, I don't know if you guys remember this, probably about a month or so ago, but uh, yeah, the the off-duty cop at like CVS Pharmacy, you remember that? Hmm. Some guy. Was that uh, here? Yeah, it was in KC area. Uh, some dude walked into a CVS and uh, he had a fucking gun and he was like yelling at people and shit and, uh, you know, pointing at folks and like um, the cop was there and he responded quickly and they had video of it on the news that they were showing and uh you can see the dude he was actually standing like in an aisle way but they're not real tall aisles you can actually see like the top of his head Mm -hmm. but you see him like walking down the aisle and uh you see the cop the the camera view the cop is actually sneaking up on him like he's acting quickly he's crouched down with his gun out comes up behind him and fucking says hey put the gun down and the fucking dude went to to pull up on him, and he fucking just he gunned him down, man. And it was completely justified. He saved lives that day, and uh, you know he didn't really hear anything about that on the huge mainstream media, but local no. news talked about it for quite yeah. a bit. Well, they all, they're only interested in telling you about the times when uh, anybody black is gunned down, and, and and they got some juicy footage that can make people who don't understand the uh, the what the procedures are. That cops have to follow, mm-hmm. like how serious the situation is, and how you better just you know do what you're told and comply. There's some exactly. common sense things you need to do, and, and and when people just refuse to do that and they wind up dead, the media loves to plaster that everywhere. Yeah, it's and a, uh, it's an extremely stressful fucking job, man. It's like a snap judgment. Yeah. yeah, immediately, you know, you have to assess someone's threat, like. I would never want to do that job. I went to school for it, and this is way before uh, 
people really started hating cops. People have always had a little bit of a problem with cops, but people really started hating cops right towards the end of me graduating with my degree. And I was like, well, I got a fucking wasted degree because I'm not becoming a cop. Not in yeah. today's world. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, dude, with, with all the shit that was going on. Just, and um, I was just getting trouble for doing your job. Uh, in Dallas and whatnot, when all those cops mm-hmm. got fucking gunned down at the, the Black Lives Matter shit. And, like, that was insane. <clears throat> I, I remember that happened, and it, it kept me up late that night because I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? This is insane. And then afterwards, there was people. This even happened like south of St. Louis, um, where they were calling in fake nine one one calls just to bring cops out, and then they were gunning them down and shit in ambushes. They did that shit to firemen too. <clears throat> oh yeah, it was like one or two incidents where they did that. I've heard that. I don't know why. I don't know why you would ever. That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, for some people, for some reason, people like to to lump firemen like with police with like authority figures. It's like yeah, that's weird. They're not, you know, just because there's lights on the fucking car. <laughs> right, there's that's the only thing they have in common. <laughs> right, there's flashy lights. Yeah. And they're gonna, like they're gonna call people say, "I got a sick grandma here, and he's go to the hospital." They're gonna start shooting at fucking EMTs, man. <laughs> right. You know that fucking fireman put my fire out just because I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> God damn them! Everywhere I go, I gotta put up with this shit. <laughs> A Trump, yeah, Trump's America, y'all. <laughs> Got an ambulance ride, cost me eight hundred dollars. I'm gonna shoot some of those motherfuckers. <laughs> well, you tell me I can't burn my couch in my own damn backyard. <laughs> Thought this was America. That sounds more like a redneck right there. Burning a couch in the backyard. Yeah, burning yeah. shit in the field. But um. There's a Viking funeral for the old stepmother. <laughs> Sail it down the creek. Yep. <laughs> Put the old lazy boy in the fucking kiddie pool and the, you fire know, it up. Yeah, <laughs> you shoot a flaming arrow made out of a coat hanger. <laughs> We're gonna get pretty close for that one. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, yeah. Should have let that one burn. It was a bit of a mess. <laughs> Oh, the grease stains. Yeah. <laughs> they caught fire first. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, there, there's just been a lot of, uh, a lot of crazy shit coming from, uh, this whole incident in Florida. And, uh, it, it's a whole lot of fucked up shit. I'm sure you've heard it from God knows how many people. If analyzing. you haven't heard about it, you're living underneath the rock. Right. I'm not going to go through all the specifics of it because you should know by now. I expect you guys to listen to this shit. But to there is be a little educated. There is a little bit of an extra layer that hasn't gotten a whole lot of play yet as of right now that we're recording this. <clears throat> what? The corruption going on at with that uh, sheriff's department, mm-hmm. the the police in uh, that school right. where they were... They're um, basically letting people get away with shit because they were trying to hit numbers uh, and get rewards, federal funding, uh, money. So basically they had a problem. If they lowered the amount of problems, they juke the stats so yeah. they can get federal funding. So, yeah, they let problems go, in actuality, go straight up, mm-hmm. and, and they just... Underreported the shit out of everything. I guess that's what like that they were performing much better than. Yeah, I guess that's one way to solve crime. Just don't report crimes, and then crime's not there. What if there are no crimes at all? There would be no criminals. (laughs) We should just outlaw crime. Yeah, I was gonna say we should just outlaw crime. We could all just be victims. Imagine (laughs) if we were all just being terrorized constantly by non-criminal criminals. (laughs) <laughs> that is pretty crazy, though. That's an angle I didn't think about because, <clears throat> I mean, I did hear that um, 
that the school was downplaying uh, incidents that the kid who shot the place up basically downplaying the 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 stuff that he did you know so that he wasn't getting in as much trouble as he really should have been yeah like, there were things he did apparently that uh he, he could have gone to jail for or should have gone to jail <laughs> pointing for. guns at people <laughs> and there's own guardians are like come fucking do something about this kid like all right ma'am we got a whole other thing going on here so you just need to sit tight like okay well you know and then i hear i heard another thing about this because okay i I know that he was adopted or whatnot because uh his mom died and his dad died right his mom died just recently too like in Mm. november of last year probably fucking killed him (laughs) yeah he he, he's mentally fucked he's one of those kids man i'm sure everybody that has gone to school public schools has known those really fucking just Weird kids, you know. You got the losers and whatever the fuck, you know. But There's always got, that weirdo. Then you got that kid yeah. that is just fucking. You can tell that something is not right with the guy, and he he's easy to snap, acts really fucking weird. But you know, <clears throat> and and culture is 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 part to play in this nowadays because you know everybody is told to be accepting and. Oh, don't discriminate against him because he's just different. And uh-huh. well, it's like, uh, well, you know, there are red flags, you know, and you should say shit, you know. If you see something really strange and, and what you know is really fucked up, another thing, I guess, this kind of goes into something else, but about how the FBI totally dropped the ball on everything because you know their whole motto was say something if you see something. You know, and motherfuckers said something twice. Yeah. Even as early as, like, uh, <clears throat> January 5th, I think, of this year. Well, he said so, something on YouTube where he says he wanted to be a professional school shooter, and the right. guy that had the channel reported right. it. Right, exactly. And uh, FBI just kind of dropped it the just, ball on that. Just, yeah, it just got... Good enough me. for government work, I yeah. suppose. Right, yeah. That's, that, that's probably a whole, whole bunch of not-my-job going on. <laughs> right. And like, hey, you know what? I could do my job, or I could not do my job. I'll get the pay the same money and I'm virtually unfireable so <laughs> right. how about I just take this stack of shit and just shit can that one <laughs> right. who's goes gonna fucking know the heck of it. Yeah. This they were back. too busy looking for you know Russians and yep. spies and all right. that stuff that's, that's, uh, or, or conservatives that, that could be labeled as Nazis or something I don't know I'd say a lot of the manpower was honestly going to that you know I don't think Trump's wrong in that but well, well in their possibly, defense possibly. in their defense I will say this when I was in school for criminal justice there is a lot of like departments that don't work together. So mm-hmm. if the local police oh, heard about it. something, they may not tell the proper people or if the mm-hmm. FBI hears something, they don't tell the local police to where they can have a hand in it. Like there's just a lot of they want to put the collar. So, on, right. Yeah. So exactly. it's just like in the movies they're like, well, this is my jurisdiction. Now. I was like, fuck you FBI guy. This is my case. <laughs> Who's in charge here? I, they have a not power anymore. You're not. This is a- <laughs> This is a state (laughs) issue. Then they close the door in the chief's office and a big blowout fight, but you can't hear anything. (laughs) Exactly. It must be true. It's just like in that scene in Die Hard where the FBI comes up. Who's in charge here? I am not anymore. You're not. Yeah. (laughs) They just feel deflated. God damn it. I'm a fucking hotshot detective over here. It's not my call. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) But yeah, I'm sure. I can handle this. I know I can. (laughs) I won't give him any of my info. That's what I'm going to do. 
I'm going to take these leads and run with them. I want them to fail so I can shine at the last moment with my secret knowledge. You're already one more mistake away from getting your badge and your gun taken. Your badge. You're on suspension. (laughs) But anyways, uh, yeah. FBI dropped the ball. The local police dropped the ball. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that they wanted to juke the stats that said that crime was going down. Rather than actually stop the crime, they just said they didn't report it. Here's another thing. Why does most of the media hate guns and they only want to talk about things that make guns look bad? They're like all activists. And I'm starting to think maybe uh, a huge chunk of the FBI are also activists. Because think about this. And I don't want to denigrate anybody who works for the government. But working for the government is just like socialism. You know, it's just like being in a socialist country when... You know, you're working for the state, you know, and uh, uh, you can do stuff or not. It's like when you see people uh, working for the the state on the highway, you got five dudes standing around, one guy right. flipping a sign around, and you got one guy like fucking <laughs> one dude's looking at digging. something, you know, <laughs> waving that wand with a spray can at the end. Or, well, yeah, I think, I think like uh, a lot of them, you know, like uh, FBI itself is not all field agents, you know, a lot of it is behind a desk, a lot of it's... Uh, you know, the filing and, 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 you know, data and all that shit, I'm sure. So I think probably a lot of those people are, you know, kind of part of the deep state as they talk about. Well, I, I think the it, field it, agents <clears throat> are usually more conservative, like cops. Well, what I was going to say is, like, a lot of it's got to be a natural pull for leftists to try to get into these government jobs. Exactly. Sure. Well, think about it this way if they can blow a catastrophe like this into a huge thing, that means that. It's likely that they will be expanded to try to fight against it. So they're only just trying to keep their jobs in that sense or expand their jobs. Kind of like, you know, let's institute this government program. Okay, now we no longer need it. Now we shut it down. Well, they don't want to shut it down. Yeah. They just want to expand on it. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's like me after I had too many beers. Like, no, we're not going to stop drinking. Were you <laughs> stupid? We're going to keep this thing going. Yeah. At this point, Can you make the stop? sun not come up? Let's keep doing this. I don't give a shit if it makes sense or not. God, totally unrelated to what we're talking about, but I swear, like, when you party hard, then you hear the birds chirping. You're just like, God, my life is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I should go to bed. That's when you just jam your fingers in your ears and just keep screaming nonsense. It's like you're having a good time. Yeah. So you know, you're birds chirping. You're like, and you bust out the nose beers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, one more before I go to bed. <laughs> just because it's the last one left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. uh, well, so, but yeah, like. So what? Why would? Uh, why? Why does the media hate guns? And they, they've all just decided that that's well, the way we it's want. It's great it. to talk about, though. It I mean, comes yeah. down. It comes down to the uh, the party agenda is what it is, and yeah. it's fucked up because they're all lock stock with the Democrats. The Democrats yeah. are uh, they're basically a full on socialist party now. Right. Yeah. They, and um, they may as well be called socialists, not Democrats. Oh, yeah. And so the FBI. Why wouldn't they just say, mm, let's let this crazy guy just keep percolating over there, and we'll act like we didn't hear anything about it, and when he finally does something, then we can, uh, you know, make a bunch of noise about yeah. guns again. It's really fucked up to think that they play shit like that, but I, I, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility at all. No, no, no it's crazy. It's, it's kind of like, I was listening to uh, Stefan Molyneux today, and he was talking to some guy, and talking about how, like... A lot of the people, like in Europe, where they get warnings of a possible terrorist attack, they kind of just ignore it or they don't follow up on it. 
So when it happens, they have the opportunity to expand the power of government. Yeah. You yeah, know, because like exactly. what happened after 9-11, we had the Patriot Act. It expanded the power of government. Yeah. I mean, they I'm, took advantage of everyone waving American yeah, flag. At I mean, I'm conservative, right. but I did not like it when Bush did that at all. I was like, fuck the Patriot Act. Yeah. You know, that's too much of a grab of government power. Everything has a shitty name that's opposite of what it means. Yeah. There's nothing patriotic about people yeah. having less civil liberties. It's just, it's just to keep you calm. Right. Yeah. But I, that, that's probably what it is, is that why stop it when they can just let it happen and then expand yeah. on their government reaches and power? Never let yeah. a crisis go to waste. Yeah. Who said yeah. that, by the way? I forget who exactly. I know it's a said. saying. Yeah, I it was. Who exactly I think it was a Democrat. Who it said was, it. and it was in, in regards to either terror, the terrorism, or it was about guns. It was a long time ago. I yeah, think that it was. It's said. old ass. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's it's definitely a true fucking statement for sure. <clears throat> See, I'll pull that up. We'll do a homage to <laughs> Joe Rogan's podcast. Pull that shit up. Yeah, pull that up, Jamie. <laughs> 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 Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing about the Democrats is that you know, uh, did you find it? Yeah, Rahm Emanuel. Oh, okay, it sounds like a yeah. okay, right? Exactly. He's yeah, a politician. I have, uh, I have heard that name. Yeah. We'll see here. Now I gotta look up what he was because it's not saying it. That's what I love about Trump, though, because he's like, "You want to make a new law? Kill two other laws." Right. And he's like trying to slash shit down. He's not trying to find excuses to make shit bigger. Right. And it's the first exactly. time we've had this in a in my lifetime that I know yeah. of. I, I'm, I'm sure I was alive. <clears throat> Rahm Emanuel is at a some point there, Democrat. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I figured it's big much. time. I mean, <laughs> I could have just said without looking up that he's probably a Democrat. It would have been right, but just for the sake of that our sounds like Democrat, we shit. should be right. Yeah, we should be correct uh, yeah. about what we're saying. But what I was saying. Um, the, the thing about the Democrats and liberals, man, after all this shit happens, they don't really have, they don't have solutions to make schools safer. And anything that, that uh, conservatives put forth, Republicans, they don't, they are completely against. They, they yeah. will not want to do any of it. And it's ridiculous because they, they, they like to tout that they, they care about the kids and they want to keep everyone safe and they care about everybody so fucking much but then when we actually put forth like actual things that would make schools safer yeah, possible solutions yeah, that could they help they are 100% against it they don't yeah. even want to fucking hear about it <clears throat> guns yeah. in schools are you insane yeah well it- First of all, maybe the Demo- no, the Republicans should be kind of like snarky, be like, maybe yeah. should we just make a bigger gun-free zone? Yeah, right. you know. Well, like, that's that's the thing is uh, they probably like, yeah we like that. It's like yeah you're missing the point. It doesn't work. Is the point? You know. Yeah, and it doesn't work. It creates a perfect spot to was go that, shoot up was a bunch that of school. Not a gun-free zone to begin with. Yeah, apparently obviously, it didn't work. Yeah, obviously it didn't fucking work. There you go, right there. Yeah. End of discussion. The thing is, is like. If you really care about the kids, and they, they you know, when it, when they shoot up a school, that's when they really get crazy. Right. You, you shoot up a, a country music concert, and you really don't hear a whole lot about anything. Right, and well, then it disappears from the yeah. fucking news well, stream. So think, about, the, think about that guy, like Steve Scalise or whatever, you know, when that one crazy uh-huh. left-wing guy was shooting up those Republicans. You yeah. didn't hear this much no. outcry. Oh, yeah. No, they didn't want people thinking about that. The Bernie supporter, fucking total fucking socialist, man. Well, here's so, another point I want to bring up. Oh. 
There was a lot of fucking school shootings when Obama was president, but he was never blamed. Right. And he didn't pass a single yep. fucking thing to try to help it. No. Nope. So I mean, the goddamn NRA. Yeah. It's all the NRA's <laughs> fault. But now that Trump's president and this huge one happens, yeah. now it's Trump's fault? Oh, yeah. It, well, the school shooting is a poo stick, and it always just gets dabbed on us no matter who's fucking, you know. But uh, it's a great way to put it, actually. <laughs> liberals just don't give a shit about guns, and they they recognize that the gun culture is a right wing culture because mm. we're the only people who like enjoy man shit, you know. <laughs> right. I mean, I know a few Democrats who own guns. Yeah, but they're still they're gonna shut up though. They're not gonna pipe. They're up. probably more of a traditional Democrat too when it comes to that. Maybe. Well, yeah, maybe I've, I've actually like, told a lot of Democrats who are like in their fifties and sixties, like I'm telling you, the people, the young people, the young Democrats today, they are not they're like. Not you expect they're not democrats just a bunch of ingrate commie hipsters pretty much yeah yeah. they're not yeah it's It's like this is no longer your democratic party man man. this is another democratic party but they don't like us they don't like the fact that we like guns they have no use for them personally Mm -hmm. they uh you know if so if somebody breaks in their fucking house they're just gonna try to you know, s- suck their dick or something. I don't know. <laughs> this, this this reminds me of that video that was circulating uh, a while back about the dude that was sucking. He was triggered. He was like PTSD. Like they were making fun of that journalist that went out to shoot an AR. Oh, and yeah. Like, said, oh, yeah. I had P- PTSD after that. And like the dude put that video out where he just, he shot it like once and started crying. like, ooh. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It was so loud, my shoes fell off. <laughs> that shit still makes me laugh. If I could find the video, it's still gonna make me laugh my ass off. Well, video- I don't want an assault rifle because I'll get assaulted in my own home. <laughs> well, I thought it was funny about his like ex- explanation of how he felt after he shot. It was like. First, he said, it was a big boom and it made my ears ring or some shit like that. And it's like, well, yeah, it's a gun and you wear earplugs. You know? and, uh, and then he, I think he talked something about the recoil and I think he shot an AR-15. There's not much there recoil. There is like almost no recoil. Yeah, it's like a 22. Awesome. I mean, most people don't even realize that an AR-15, like the 5.56. The, yeah, the, the actual like projectile from the bullet it's is a little, small. Small. It's a little bit bigger than a 22. Yeah, it's not. It's not just got, much bigger, it just has a lot bit. of powder behind it. That's it. Exactly. Now, compared to a 7. Six was it? Oh, seven six two. Seven six two. Yeah, big. I should fuck. know this because I own a fucking AK. <laughs> I've had That's a few a big beers, gun, yeah. man. That's a big gun. It must be really lonely. Well, even and- that doesn't have that much of a recoil. <laughs> It must right. be really lonely and sexless in the who can be the biggest scared faggot contest. <laughs> there's, there's plenty there, of candidates. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> who's fucking these guys? Well, I, I saw this one thing is like the reason why most like weak men are Democrats or socialists because they like the collectivism. Yeah. They like the, the security of having everyone being the same thing as opposed to right-wingers who are like, well, I think I can do the best I can and it's a competition with yeah. everyone else. You know, It's right. more manly. It's more alpha male. Every one of us probably thinks in the back of the head, drop me off in the woods with a woman and a dog <laughs> and a hatchet. I'll make it all happen. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or even with so your you're set at that yeah, point. You're even set. if you're with I'll your friends, you're like, you're like, I bet you I could take him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I bet you I could. I don't need no damn buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the type of that's just the type of men we are, man. I, it's sad. It's weird. I can't. It's hard for me to even think to die differently. Yeah, to yeah. think like the other side because you're just how the fuck can you even be like that? It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. Why don't you want to defend yourselves? Why don't you want to have every possible thing to to be able to defend yourself? Because what's really stupid 
is that um, all these motherfuckers, they don't like cops and they don't like guns, okay? But first thing happens, you know, they Please. call they call 911 mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, well, look, dude, okay. Cops have guns. Yeah, fucking, you're basically, you're calling someone who has a gun to come help you out of a situation that you're in and you better fucking pray that they're going to get there. And honestly, you know, the response time, I think, is like, uh, I don't know what is Four it? minutes, six uh, minutes, depending on if you're yeah, in the city. Yeah, it, it could be up to five, eight minutes, ten minutes before a cop gets to your fucking house if something's going down. And that's an eternity when, when shit is hitting the fan. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, this shooting just recently, it took like, what, three minutes or so? And I believe yeah. it was three minutes and 17 people are fucking dead. Now, if you had the right person there with a gun, not this fucking faggot piece of shit that uh, decided he didn't want to go into the school even um, when he arrived on scene, which is really... He's like that journalist from Saving Private Ryan who's in that stairwell. And right. he can hear his buddies getting killed and he's just sitting there crying like, what do I do? Yeah, it's, it's fucking sad, man. It, yeah. it's, it's So why don't we just take the middleman out of the equation is what I'm saying. And why don't you just take your own safety into, yeah. you know, and in, in, in your own responsibility. Yeah, man. It's all about personal responsibility. Exactly. And that's, that, that is the crux of every leftist opinion. Whatever, there's a fork in the road on just about every issue. Mm-hmm. One is the path of uh, responsibility and, and personal... Um, self-reliance. Li- self-reliance, uh, personal liability. It's your fucking job to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Or you could always swing the other way and say... <clears throat> It's it's not my job. It's someone else's job. Well, yeah, sometimes you and, do have to call the cops. And, and the people who have that personality are willing to give up everything just to not be on the hook for anything. So, so right. like, uh, they, they hate the idea of personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. And uh, they love the idea of everything that ever goes bad in their life, they're just a passive uh, participant in. So nothing's their fault. Mm-hmm. You, it, nothing could be your fault if it's not your job, right? Well, you know, if you think someone's going to come along and make everything better, just know that you're on your own because no one just comes yeah. out of nowhere to make life better. You got to make life better for yourself. Yeah. You know, that's where the personal responsibility thing comes in. What I've always been, this is what always bothered me about liberals and big government people is just that they never think, seem to think about the unforeseeable future when... Mm-hmm. Let's say that you have a huge government and a totalitarian government. What if someone you don't agree with becomes your leader and everything that you voted for is twisted and now you're fucked? Well, here's the thing is they will gladly accept it that if everybody was like dirt fucking poor and miserable, but everybody was and there was no such thing as rich people, they'd be like... That sounds good they to me. They did that poll. Because they only the measure themselves against the people around them. Mm-hmm. And so if everyone's that? way down at the bottom, then they're happy because they're not. <laughs> right. there's no one to be jealous of, right? Misery loves company. Yeah. But, exactly. if, but if you're in a free society where if you, you do as much as you want or you don't do as much as you want and you get what you get from what you put in or what you don't put in, uh, they look at other people who busted their ass and they're reminded that they are uh, small, weak people. Who uh, don't have the the fucking the drive? That's why they they literally despise testosterone. Oh yeah, as a hormone. They <laughs> wish they didn't have it because they do. the little bit of that that's left in them, they they can still hear the call of the wild, and it drives them nuts <laughs> because they're they don't have what it takes. You know, they just don't have it, and and the. 
those kind of people are being more and more because that that is what everyone's like saying this is what you need to do what what we used to do as a society is we used to revere true heroes leaders mm. people who innovated shit right and did stuff and uh and uh everyone was taught to try to try your best to be a leader you know try mm-hmm. to be an uh, alpha guy mm-hmm. that was the ideal and all those people who aren't alphas really well they really did bridge the gap fairly well every single one of these people you didn't have these pure fucking just well think about it like this way too you had your alpha males like back in the 80s and before that and then you had your nerds who probably weren't as alpha but they needed those alphas to fuck with them so you would have Bill Gates and Steve Jobs the and all those guys. The huge nerd awakening which yeah. were all fucking uh, it's like, uh, being like, oppressed under. It's like Gavin McGinnis says like, it's like right. back in my day nerds had shame. It's like, it's like now they're just arrogant. Yeah. And my, my fucking wedgies created Silicon Valley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's true man. It's fucking it's sad and you know th- this is uh these are problems that only a free society, a truly free society, have to deal with. And, and like I always say, you got to take the good with the bad with everything. Yep. And this, unfortunately, in this this era that we're living in, is like a bad time because now the internet's come into play and it's completely changed the spectrum of everything in this yeah. country. And now... Um, things are just completely different like it's gone off the fucking rails and uh now we have to like actively combat everything yeah. that is just totally fucking aids i guess if you want to look at it that I way i got an idea <laughs> uh similar to trump's rule but if you want to make a new law you got to kill two other laws uh-huh. how about this if you want if you want one uh, strong capitalist uh immigrant who wants to take full advantage of freedom instead of just squander it and be a faggot. Yeah, kick out two Yeah, get it. Two soy boys gotta hit the bricks. <laughs> oh, yeah. And go to their communist yeah. utopia yeah. wherever and it's the like, fuck. Hey, uh, you have been given a free ride to this foreign country that you love so fucking much. You swear <laughs> up and down is not a shithole. <laughs> right. And they need your diversity. <laughs> because they don't have many soy boys. They don't even know what the fuck that is. I don't even think they have soy milk there. Maybe you can make life so nice over there that they become a bunch of lazy, ingrate, fucking passive douchebags <laughs> that, that go around judging everyone else who does shit while not doing anything yourself (laughs) and life just happens to you so you want someone else to be in control of it right or we can send you to North Korea and and you just have what you want (laughs) China North Korea Russia wherever you want to fucking go well not communism American soy boy would not survive Russia for one (laughs) fucking minute there's hard men in Russia hard men tough crazy assholes That's one thing about mm-hmm. the Russians, I will say. They are some tough motherfuckers. Yeah, a bunch dude. of fucking tough guys. Vodka and Sub-Zero weather and fucking, they don't fuck around, man. They, they don't I'm, care I'm a, about that I have a shit. feeling, even if I spoke uh, fluent Russian, that I would have a tough time over there. <laughs> I think you would. Well, I gotta, like, you know, because apparently there's, like, hot women just fucking falling out of the sky over there, so. Apparently in, like, the Ukraine and shit, from what I've heard, is, like, the women-to-men ratio is, like, really fucking... Lots of women or lots of dudes? Lots of women, because the men have all gone off to war, and they're all Makes you wonder what the hell they're all fighting over. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's a newish phenomenon, the culture is still going strong. Well, when's the last time China was in a war? They got a lot of dudes. 
But then again, they, those fuckers breed like rabbits. They, well, they, they used to, they I guess. Just pound they pound Africa in the ass. That's what. That, and when I think of Russia, or not Russia, but China, probably both. <laughs> they just like just bend in fucking because we don't do shit in Africa really. They bend that continent over and give it a good dick. And have you ever seen that documentary, The Empire of Dust? Huh. You were talking about this yeah, a I think few, I, yeah, few episodes. Like, ago, China is all up in Africa trying to mm-hmm. do stuff. And, I, I mean, they're not colonizing yet, but uh, they're definitely in their... They're just getting all the shit. Resources China's a bit stuff. of a mysterious, like, uh, I mean, they've got like a third of the world's population. And, well, uh, here's the thing with China, though. If, commies if the U.N. accepted capitalism somewhat because they realize that it needs to, that's what fuels I think the they economy. have certain zones that they let be, you know, more capitalist. Well, I'm pretty sure, though, if the U.N. is like, hey, China, that's not cool, like with their, like, pollution and stuff. China's like, fuck you. Yeah. Right. You know? Sometimes we, I wish we America make all was your like, stuff, Yankee you. dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good impression. <laughs> Basically, what, yeah. Yeah, well, hey, fuck, I'm Asian, so I kind of got it. You know, <laughs> it's tucked back in there. You eat panda nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. You eat the panda express. You're like, shit, a garbage. <laughs> We do not renegotiate the deal, okay? You can deal whatever we give you, okay? You try to be us, but you still have a huge American car. <laughs> you think very big. Yes. Everything's so big. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Before we got sidetracked. <laughs> but I wanted to bring this up, too, because like I was saying before, uh crazy things like this happen and uh you know conservatives try to to bring back to the shooting here uh conservatives try to bring logical solutions to the table and uh you know liberals don't want to hear anything about it so i was going to ask you guys uh you know like what do you think we can do as a country to prevent things like this and i'll just put my input in first here since i've i'm already talking here because i've been listening to this bullshit all fucking week and it's driving me nuts and the solutions are so simple to me and, and like for some reason i don't i don't you know honestly i don't know why trump and them have not put anything forth through for things like this but i've heard it talked about by a few people but um you know veterans and retired um retired police officers you know they would be willing to to protect uh the schools and such so you know, I don't want to go and jump on everything with like, hey, let's arm teachers. And, you know, that's a good idea too. you know, like we, we any, you know, any teachers that feel like they, you know, would be comfortable handling a gun. Let's get them a concealed carry. Let's get them some training and they can protect. But I think, honestly, the, the veteran, you know, aspect of this conversation would be much better because, you know, a lot of them would be willing to do it themselves without being paid. I know that, you know, because veterans, you know, are some of the greatest people that you'll ever meet. They're just super, you know, patriotic, uh, very respectful guys and and ladies. And they're uh, disciplined. Exactly. And they've seen, you know, a lot of them have seen combat. They've been through a lot of training in, in the military. So they are way better off. And a lot of than, them could use the jobs in the health coverage. Right. Exactly. <laughs> for sure. In retirement. 
Exactly, and, and they'd be willing to do it. And it, this would cost next to nothing for the government to do because a lot of them probably got their own firearms, they got their own sh- their own rigs set up, and they would just come to the school, and you could have multiple veterans there guarding the school, and they would be awesome at it. And they yeah, wouldn't I, they wouldn't just sit outside well until uh, everything. Yeah, and I also down. I also heard someone say, oh, it would cost so much money just to buy them the firearms. It's like the people who would sign up for these jobs would have their own. Firearms. No shit, they have a plethora. Yeah, <laughs> they would want to use their own. Yeah, right. Exactly, because I mean, it's all tricky. What are they going to give them that fucking Smith and Wesson 38 <laughs> yeah. fucking special that the police We're talking about people who are day? about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Not like, oh, yeah, some olive oil fucking English teacher, like, here's a here's a gun. Now you got to do all this shit. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, right. like you're going to have guys like, okay, I want to choose my gun. I want to choose a shotgun. It's like, no, you can't do that because it has a large spread. You don't know what you're yeah. going to fucking hit. That's why I'm not. We're talking about some Popeye motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not completely on board with the whole team thing like yeah it's a good concept and I know some will volunteer to do that and, and take a, a maybe a pay raise for it because I think if you're going to pay cut or pay raise pay raise pay for raise. the for the uh, the teachers who want to take on that responsibility oh, okay. yeah because yeah. you don't need the whole staff yeah. to be armed right only a few and it would make sense if they want to put themselves in that position make that a condition a of being the principal. and they're always complaining about how they don't fucking make enough money right well I'll, I'll go next here. on this okay yeah go deal. ahead so, uh, to, to pick up where you left off, how about we just stop calling them gun-free zones, first and foremost? Yes. Right. And then, if a teacher wants to do that, then they can. Mm-hmm. But Makes no one's sense. required to, no pro, no program, nothing, you know? Right. There's plenty of teachers out there who would love to have their That's gun That's even on. cheaper than what yeah. I was talking about. And so then, you don't have a guarantee that there's no guns. You don't know. Right. And, uh, and that's the thing is, uh, whatever teacher does it, keep that shit under your lid, you know? Right. So, yeah, uh, no student has to know so, which so teacher's So you have the her. unknown, because these fucking shooters, they always plan this shit out, you know? Because they think they're like this mastermind, you mm. know? They're taking advantage of the fact that everyone's unawares. Like that, uh, that, that, uh, movie theater shooter, he, he scoped mm. out a shitload of, he picked the perfect one. Right, I remember that now, yeah. But then he just sat in his car afterwards. Go figure. <laughs> but, uh, anyways... So you got that. I like the idea of uh, hiring uh, veterans and, and uh, retired police officers or whatever. Uh, people who uh, want to do the job and they're capable of it. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so go go for it, Mal. I like that idea, too. The both is a good idea. Right. And then, and then also, you know, a lot of inner city schools have this shit already, which is, uh, you know, they basically uh, structure choke points in the entire school. You know, every door, you know, is locked down in the whole fucking school, mm-hmm. except, you know, after a certain hour, except for the front door, and then that's policed by an officer. You know, you got to get buzzed in. You know, I do delivery shit all the time to schools, and I see this shit all yeah. the fucking time. You got to get buzzed in visually. I remember after Why- I graduated high school, uh, I couldn't just walk in anymore, like... Well, you should just walk in this bitch. What the fuck? And it's like, no, we can tell that you don't belong here just by looking at me. It was so easy to leave my high school. Like, you could just walk out. Like, I, you could literally just walk up out of your class in mid-class and just walk out. Teacher, like, hey, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I'm out of here. And like, just walk out of a bunch of different doors to go outside. I was yeah. like, yeah, I graduated last year. I want to talk to a teacher of mine, you know. Thank them for uh, ensuring that I graduated by the skin of my teeth. <laughs> and I was like, 
a lot changed since I was here last year. Already. It's just, it, it's weird because, you know, like... The 9-11 happened. I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but... What, what or maybe Ryan's it was the saying. fact that I always got the hell out of that building as fast as I could and didn't give a shit. <laughs> right. I wasn't paying attention. You're running out the fucking door. Yeah. But, like, it, you know, certain schools have more security than others, which is, you know sad and, and you know actually in retrospect of all that because why is that even because there's more possibility that that this is in a more crime heavy area so why don't we we need to put cops there and it's like well why don't you just like okay so i've thought about this quite a bit uh uh there is fucking uh security and police at banks uh the casinos Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking uh, some big uh, concert events, uh, all kinds of shit like that. But for some reason, we just want to keep uh, police officers and we want to keep guns and, and really people who are, you know, fully capable of handling those situations away from schools. Yeah. And it's like, why? Does that I mean, make any fucking sense? If you sense have a anyway? no gun zone and no security checkpoints, well, then you just create the perfect fucking place. Right. It's for exactly what it is. Who wants to just. Get the biggest kill count possible. And that's what happened. And that's what, you know, you go to a fucking concert and you got to go through the wand. Yep. They wand you. Everything. Maybe pat you down. Fucking, you know, you go on a fucking airplane. You go, you know, any shit like that, man. There's just. Yeah. Just where, where it's perfectly appropriate to not want any firearms, there shouldn't have to be any. Yeah, hell, just walking into Westport after a certain time, they make sure you don't have. Any... Uh-huh. Yeah, because right. you're, you're trying to create a controlled situation. Well, at a school, you have an uncontrolled situation. Well, here's the thing: even if we banned all firearms, let's just say that there was a blanket ban, you couldn't own a single fucking firearm. Now you can compare it to other countries, like oh, they don't have the didn't gun work in to... prohibition. Well, exactly. <laughs> it actually it didn't slow well, any sales down at all. It just created when the, when, the when people talk about like oh Australia had guns and they outlawed guns and now they don't have masters. There's no other gun culture in this world yeah. like the United States. It's in you know our culture. I've to where heard uh, even if we got rid of all guns, there would be a huge oh, black no. market for it, yeah, and people would still have them. Capitalist society. Yeah. That's how it works. Uh, someone's going to so step many. up. Yeah, and exactly. You're not going to get rid of all of them. But I've heard guys uh, earlier this week from Australia get on it because everybody wants to bring Australia into the fucking mix because yeah. they don't fucking have guns. Yeah. They had a big, you know, fucking gun grab way long ago, and they don't have mass shootings. And it's like, uh, well, this dude was talking about how uh, uh, how after that happened, there was a surge in crime. Yeah, home not, invasions, not and gun related. And yeah. It was knives and you know blunt objects, mm-hmm. and people were scared because. You know, they didn't have guns anymore. They didn't yeah. want to turn their guns in. And yeah, one giant fucking victim zone uh, of people who can't ever fight back. Right. Exactly. You know what's crazy, though? It's like right before they banned those guns, they had a whole string of fucking mass shootings. And it was all fucking built up and built up and built up. And then, then they got their way. And then and then there you go. And now, now Australia is one of the worst fucking places to fucking try to start a business or anything. Yeah. It is... Uh, it's naturally beautiful, but it now is. you just got bureaucracy and abos. Yeah, I don't know much about Australia. I don't either. I, I do. You're not very free out there. That's for sure. <laughs> it's it's like fucking, fucking Canada, hell. but it's hot and shitty. <laughs> right. Oh, so yeah, they're like Southern Canada. 
They have like a very, very small population too, from what I've heard. It's like a country almost as big as the United yeah. States. And they yeah, but almost, the, like no, the in, like in, a few million. The interior of the country is mostly just desert and un, right. uninhabitable yeah. land. Right. Just yeah. really arid and deserty and like, right. I, I forget who I was listening to. Oh, I was reading uh, that book Guns, Germs, and Steel by Jared Diamond. And he said at one point he and his wife went to go on a hike in Australia and they thought they brought enough water because they'd done hiking around the world before, but because the outback is just a whole other kind of environment, it's so hot, so dry, that on their way walking back, he was just like, hallucinations, dehydration. So, yeah, Australia, yeah, everyone lives around the coast for the most part. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. That's just a <laughs> right. fun Side little, note on fun Australia. little uh, <laughs> useless information there, useless right. fact. I think we all said everything we knew about the place. <laughs> That's about it. They oh, got no, I, got, I got more. I got the, they got the 10 most poisonous snakes and spiders there, so I would I never know, fucking yeah. live there because I hate spiders. I know, Australia. But uh, yeah. if you want... a bigger if you, version of everything that sucks. <laughs> if you want to know what I would try to do as far as to limit or pretty much abolish these, gun, like these school shootings is pretty much, I'm going to take what you said, have the option of people being armed whether they're teachers or not, get rid of the gun-free signs. Mm-hmm. I mean, just just letting people know that's no longer a gun-free zone yep. might deter people enough because yeah. they just don't know. Yeah, and you never know who's gonna have have a, gun a fucking sign that says there could be guns here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> replace that. Even a sign that said all that shit, but nobody inside actually was, could help. Because oh, yeah. you just don't know. Right. I mean, that student would have to literally case the place like fucking Ocean's Eleven to find out if there was a gun there or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And try that out. Why not try it? What's What do we have to lose? Right. Oh, fuck. Oh, keep going, though. Well, what I was that's pretty the much presence all I to say. Of, okay. The presence of authority, too, is is always a deterrent. You know yeah, I mean? absolutely. And I actually heard this, uh, uh, if you can hold that thought. Yeah. Uh, I actually heard this today, and uh, I hadn't thought about this, and it made a whole lot of sense to me. But Because uh, you see it in malls and shit like that where uh, police stations have satellite police stations that operate with very few, maybe three or four cops. And they said that there were some schools, I forget where this is now, that have already done this where they take a classroom and they turn it into a satellite police station and they have about three cops or so that that are in that building so they are stationed there that's actually not a bad idea they, yeah exactly right because i know independent center does it i got you know oh my, yeah i got uh detained in there before i didn't get arrested but i get to get detained <laughs> and that's quick fucking response man they're there on site they got the shit they need so they just to secure that little office there for them. It's because no one respects a security guard. <laughs> right, exactly. If you They're own a shit. skateboard, then you know these motherfuckers are jokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I was never a skateboarder, but I hung around a lot of them. Yeah. I was a skateboarder. They are. I've seen a lot of videos. Yeah. <laughs> you could be a punk kid and get away with a whole shitload. <laughs> just like fuck with a guy until he fucking blows his head fucking explodes. It's, it's like that movie Observe and Report. Oh, I love you that know? movie. It's so funny. <laughs> so goddamn funny, dude. Have you seen that shit with Seth Rogen? And, no. Oh, uh, dude, it was like... It was yeah. like... It was like... The, it was like... Ha, ha, ha. No. <laughs> I'm jerking <laughs> off and smoking pot. Ho, it was ho, like ho. the opposite of Paul Blart because it came out oh, at the yeah. same time. Paul Blart was like G-rated and shit. Mm-hmm. Observe and Report was off the fucking rails. Oh, yeah. Was dude. he smoking weed with kids? They're like, 
they're doing, doing ecstasy in the bathroom. And in oh, the bathroom yeah. And all oh this. yeah. It was funny as shit. Though. Nudity was, and all that stuff. Yeah, swearing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a Seth But <laughs> like, basically, my point was, though, basically, when you're a security guard, you really have no true authority. Your job is to... See right. something go on and then report uh, it to yeah. people who can actually do something. Exactly, because yeah. a lot of those guys that you're a tattletale with a badge, right? Some of the, right. You know, they uniform, were, yeah. they're not even allowed to do anything, <laughs> right? Well, it's like uh, there's this grocery chain up where I used to live called Meyer, and I guess their store policy, I don't know if this is true, but this is what I was told by people who work there is like they can't actually stop someone who they catch stealing, they could only call the police. So like if, they, if you could you could have like shit in your hand and just walk out the store they couldn't come grab you or stop you anything like that they'd have to call the police so and I was like that's ridiculous yeah. they should be able to have they should employees a fucking bag boy should be able to come to you and foot sweep you and fucking take that shit out of yeah, off of you yeah we're talking about decriminalization earlier let's decriminalize a good old fashioned ass whooping right. <laughs> right like when I see someone get their ass kicked and they deserve it I'm like yeah I was like when somebody has a black guy's like well what'd you do. I was mouthing off What's and I smacked this guy's girl's ass, you know? And then he got right. punched in the face. Well, you deserved it. Uh, one, one thing I was going to bring up. Okay. Uh, a while a while ago, uh, people got on this big kick of uh, the insane asylums and how cruel they are, you know? And how uh, and they pushed how scary it is to be confused as a crazy per- person and get thrown in one of these places and you can't get out. Like one out of the cuckoo's nest kind of deal? Yes. So there was this big movement to to shut them all down and just let all the crazy people. Didn't that fucking happen during the Reagan the era? Didn't Reagan do something with the? I'm I, pretty sure I was told that. I don't know. I can't. I, I'm not right about this. I don't this know. This is just what I heard. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, I think there is a pretty strong argument to say maybe we can dial it back 50 percent back in the old way, to where like put the, put the nut house someone like this house someone yeah. like this shooter. Mm-hmm. Who's obviously a, a danger, mm-hmm. but he's exploiting the fact that he has basic human rights. Yeah, and uh, and then we, you know, either the FBI can do their fucking job, or the cops can do their fucking job, whatever. Uh, the family was crying out for help here. Yeah, and they should have been able to throw his ass in a fucking loony bin, mm-hmm. to where he didn't have access to anything. But fucking shut up pills. Or at least a boot and camp. And a cot. You or know? at least put them in a boot camp. Yeah. And then uh, and then these fucking these psychiatrists can fucking just, ha- you know, try their best with the guy, you know. But ultimately, he's in a psychiatric prison. Yeah. Has been considered cruel, you know. But they also say, you know, it's cruel to pull people over for speeding. Well, or- wait, is a, is a nut house any different than an old folks home? People against their will being put in there, you know? It's it's not a lot different, no. I wouldn't right. say it's a lot different. I mean, there's sure there's old people might like that there. stuff, but they're <laughs> still they they're still held there against their will, and they only what get to go out to go to like what a fucking buffet yeah. once a week or something like that. I don't know. Well, alternatively, we have this thing where we give every crazy person fucking social security, and they just do whatever they oh, like a disability want. check. Yeah, yeah, and they're just all over the place doing God knows what. Yeah, but I feel like that would cost a lot of money, though, to keep these people locked up in a nut house. Side note, my brother uh, used to live in Maui, right? It's totally, not uh-huh. completely off topic, but right now, since we're talking about old folks. <laughs> <laughs> my brother used to, uh, in Maui, he worked at a, <clears throat> he managed a, a, a retirement community. Not an old folks home, 
retirement communities don't have any medical staff or anything like that unless you hire them. So it's basically uh, they're there by choice. Yeah, it was in Maui, Hawaii, so they're all there retirement. You know, like Seinfeld's there. parents. Yeah, like right, right, exactly. Yeah. Del Boca Vista phase yeah. two. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, my brother told me he was like, uh, he's like, I'll tell you what, man, these fucking old people are worse than teenagers, dude. He's like, <laughs> they are fucking running around fucking each other, party yeah. like crazy. He's like, uh, you know, they're cheating on their wives. It's fucking crazy. It's chaos in this place. <laughs> yeah. I was like, God damn, that's sick to think about, but that, I guess... It's kind of like funny that. to think about, like, when you're, like, 80 years old, are you going to find other 80-year-old women attractive? <laughs> I find that I find that funny. Oh, you will. You you make lemonade when you're stuck. That's the thing. <laughs> that's the best way to put it. You, you make be, lemonade. You could be three dudes and the most disgusting woman ever stuck in a Snowden cabin for a, uh, two weeks with nothing but you know food and booze in a sewer and uh you're gonna see three dudes fight over this fucking nasty woman oh no I'm, i've heard stories nasty like my, when my dad was in yeah. uh korea at a base they said there was one woman on base you need a beer and on? she yeah and she worked in the kitchen and he said that she was nasty as all hell and at first glance every guy was like man that's a fucking nasty woman he's like three months in Half the dudes were like, I'd fuck her. Oh, yeah. You got to put it somewhere. <laughs> I mean, it kind of happens. If you think about it, if you took every beautiful woman out of this country and we were just left with fatties and bitches with moles on their yeah. nose or just the most heinous, ugly looking yeah. women in the world. Like the UK. Sure. <laughs> I've never been there. Yeah. I'll never turn down a beer, dude. Oh, well, well, oh, oh, well, I have another whole six pack in the car. So. Oh, okay, cool. I just wanted to be sure it was all right that I got the. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Well, I, I pretty much assume. Got a meat lovers in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much assume that when we come over here, everyone's beer is for everyone all right. for the podcast. Definitely. So, Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, if every single beautiful looking woman left this country and it was just. Even the good-looking guy stayed. This thing's about had it, Ryan. It's what my bottle know. opener? Yeah, I've had it for it. over a decade. Um, I know. But uh, we would fight over fat, ugly, nasty, even <laughs> yeah, like armpit hair, all that stuff. It doesn't hole. start until the first guy starts hitting on her, and then there's and then everyone's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, you ain't gonna be the first one, motherfucker. <laughs> if we're doing this, I am doing this. <laughs> you know what it is because it takes that one guy to make yeah. it seem like it's not gross or weird. Yeah, and the rest of the guys are like, well, if he's cool with it, yeah, I thought I'm we cool all agreed it. that she was nasty. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, wait, oh now she's on like, board you, now. You guys get the memo. Yeah. She's no longer nasty. Yeah. Twelve fucking beers and eight hours of drinking and uh it's four in the fucking morning well think about it man and then they're like i think i'm gonna go in the, i'm gonna go in her room tonight yeah well i hope my wife never listens to this but uh it's kind of like when you've been drinking at a bar and you're just like you know what fuck it let's fuck just try it, it. Yeah. and you just go up to a fat chick or an ugly chick and you're like what's up and you're like i'm drunk who cares you know yeah and then you end up going home with them and you're like after oh, a few it's beers. It's our fault, guys. That's why they're so arrogant now. <laughs> they, they, they start to look not so bad. <laughs> We're biologically disadvantaged because I have neat, the, the, um, the, uh, the call of the wild. <laughs> every so guy, your royal oath. This is, this is what, I know you two this done This is something sure don't do, by it. the way. You've gotten drunk and fucked a fucking nasty, ugly bitch. You know it's you a, have. I've hit on a few, that's for sure. <laughs> Sometimes you got to take it when you can get it. Yeah. yeah. Let me just wait. Well, I did date a, an absolutely horrible fucking woman because uh, I was uh, 
I was just ready. I, you know, living in Independence is rough. <laughs> when, that's where I grew up. <clears throat> and uh, she was just terrible. Terrible, awful person. And uh, she wasn't all that great to look at. She had red hair, though. I was like, well, you know. Always- I could tell people like, I-, I dated a redhead, you know. <laughs> and, uh, I dated a redhead once. She, she had good hot, tits, though. but, you know. <laughs> they were on, uh, you know, it's like. Uh, were they freckly? <laughs> Yeah, everything was. <laughs> everything was. Did the carpet match the drapes? Yeah. Looked like someone had a paint fight. But uh, looked like crime scene. But uh, looked like someone had a bloody nose and sneezed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> looked like someone nicked an artery. But no, she was terrible. Yeah, painting. Well, I hated her. But I was like, I gotta, I gotta have somebody here. So uh, yeah, I, I dated a girl when I was nineteen who I couldn't stand sober, mm-hmm. but if I was drunk, I was like, I can tolerate your ass. Yeah, I believe it. You know, well, <laughs> a, a lot of guys have been there, especially <laughs> when you're young. I mean, ten years ago, I was twenty years old. Fuck it, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. Completely different. Completely different than them days. Well, now yeah. you know. I would well, never actually, do it now. By the time I was 27, I was like, I need to find a good woman. <laughs> right. <laughs> then you spend years looking for that woman after you've pissed away. Like, <laughs> Well, I got pretty lucky, but yeah. Yeah, me too. No, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what Like I'm everything saying, else but... good in my life, I just stumbled into it ass backwards. Yeah. I grabbing, got... grabbing shit on the way down. I got, I got like, <laughs> I, I fucked up good relationships in the past because I was young and I felt like, you know. It's like, oh yeah, I got. I, I, I'm choosing her. Over, easy come, easy go, kind of thing. The, the, yeah. the whole world. No, that's not gonna happen. Then, then you know, years after you made that, you're like, God damn it, what a fucking son of a bitch. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you ever do something like that, you dumb bastard? But you know, everything happens for a reason, I guess. But, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I go to bars and I get lucky maybe three out of eight times yeah. and then eventually I was like you know what I want something more permanent so I actually did the match.com thing and wow. it fucking worked that's yeah. how you got your lady yeah wow that's crazy I man. met my wife on match.com you know I, I met my first big love on the internet but this was like this was back in the day when it was weird to do that people like were like oh you uh, he might be a guy. It was kind of a, <laughs> you know, kind of a know, sex location. <laughs> ASL, baby. There was kind of a oh, yeah, stigma to it. Here's a mouth <laughs> breathing, fucking balding, like fat dude with a, a keyboard covered in cigarette burns. Like, I just know you're a piece of shit. Well, you know that before that, too, uh, people were like, oh, you got to go on the internet to find someone. You can't yeah, go to, you know, it's like, well, I didn't want to meet someone at I've a bar. always, I was, yeah. Uh, I, funny thing is that we went to a bar on our yeah. first date and got fucking hammered drunk. Yeah. And like maybe I don't want to be alcoholic the for the rest of my life. <laughs> well, I, well, if anyone's listening, I totally endorse match.com. It worked. Yeah. It worked for me. It's worked for my friends. And, it yeah, la- and I only use it for like three I fucking met, weeks. I met my lady off of, uh, I think it was, uh, Okay, Cupid or Plenty of Fish, one yeah. of those free ones, which I never really had any luck with before. I met some uh, crazy liberal bitches on there before that mm. were just off the rails. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it actually worked out awesome this time. You know, I'm really happy about it. But, uh, yeah, I just remember back in the day, like, uh, it's really funny how I met my first my first woman. Uh, but uh, it was really fucked because it was on the chat rooms, man. You remember the chat rooms? What, AOL? Yeah, or well, anybody had the chat rooms, but it was just the constant feed of like a uh, of people just chiming in on a conversation. It's like so oh. fucking funny to me to think about it because it's so goddamn stupid. Like when you look at it, I would never go into just 
a random room, you know. And just I never did that, so I don't know. Talk, you, did you ever do that? In was speed dating? No, oh, it's just, it just chat rooms. Just, no, no. I, they I, were super silly. I mean, I was young when that first that shit first came out. Well, I know. tried to hit on girls on MySpace back when it was a, a thing. <laughs> yeah, because it was too. back then. I was like, I don't. I need a woman, and I need to promote my business. <laughs> so I did a, a, uh, both, and then I would put my music out there, you know. Uh-huh. And this one time, uh, I got uh, hit up by some chick, and it, you know, you know, it was the classic face only pick. Mm-hmm. And she looked really good. I was like, "Damn, you're led into my music, and you think I'm awesome? Like, I got pictures of my whole me on my shit." <laughs> and I was like, I've well, had so "If you want this, then fucking come on down." And then turn, she got dropped off by a friend, and she was fat as shit, <laughs> oh, dude. I'm so fat. I've had the same thing. Okay, dude. so same I was like, thing. "Well, god damn it, <laughs> I don't want to sound like an asshole." It was before it was before I stopped giving a shit, and uh, I was like. No, no, it's fine. Because she's like, are you okay with me coming? I was like, yeah, come on up. So I was like, I'm just going to just try to get straight to some sex here. And, uh, Does that work? Well, she was horrible. I mean, she could tell that she was getting the fat fat girl, you know, spin cycle. <laughs> <laughs> so she wasn't very thrilled about it. I was like, hey. I could have just said, get take back in the truck. You, take it where you yeah. get in. When I said yes. Dude. This is what yes is. <laughs> Dude, I had You this, lied to me. I, You're like a scammer. You're yeah. a Nigerian scammer. <laughs> and I'm, I'm had, still fucking with you. I had the same shit happen to it so bad. Like, I remember this one. It was really not that long ago, but... Mm. Yeah, like, I saw a picture of her, and I was like, oh, she looks really cute. You know, she she looked a little tan, like, maybe Hispanic or something. I was like, oh, she looks good, you know? Only, you know, from the shoulders up. <laughs> and I was like, you know, and I, I don't want to jump to judgment on anybody, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, she's really cute. So, and we had fun talking, and I was like, all right, yeah, we need to really hang out. And I, I get there, and uh, she's out there staying on the porch. She's fucking, she's like 400 pound. <laughs> black chick she's fucking black as midnight dude and i'm like god damn what the fuck like and i don't have a problem with black chicks at all i've always wanted to date one just to see what it was like i never got that opportunity but like i'm not attracted to her in any way at all like her personality was cool like Uh she was somebody you could definitely hang out and just have beers and shit and just talk yeah but i was like i basically do dude stuff right yeah like i am not attracted to you in any fucking way shape or form dude like it's it's horrible oh man <laughs> the fat girl spin cycle <laughs> that's horrible true but, but hey that's what happens when you lie <laughs> right don't fucking put your yeah. stuff that's false advertising now everyone knows it's a it's a well-known thing yes yeah, catfish face only no sorry <laughs> well okay so when you do mash.com you post pictures and all that yeah. shit and i always wear a hat because i'm bald i'm not trying to hide my baldness because i'm not ashamed of it it's just that because when it's cold out Outside, I want to keep my head warm, and when it's sunny outside, I want to get a fucking sunburn. And uh, so, first date, I meet my wife at O'Dowd's in Westport, and uh, you know we talk and whatnot. And I was like, "Oh, by the way, I'm bald." Show my head. She's like, "Oh yeah, I figured as much because you're always wearing a hat in your pictures." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. So you're not bothered by that?" I was like, "Well, that Smart makes cookie." I was like, "That, yeah, exactly." She's definitely a, very astute, and uh, yeah, I mean that worked for me, and. Uh, well, I got another friend that... that I've shit. never been catfished, though. Where... Oh, it's it's bad. You don't want it. It's, it's horrible. I've had it happen several times. 
What are you doing in that situation? Basically, Man, you just got to be polite. You can't really, be a dick. It really depends on who you are. But you got to be considerate of people's yeah, feelings. I'm a decent person. So yeah, like, you had to be considerate when I, of feelings. When that happened man. to me, like, uh, you know, I just, I, 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 I went through the date with her because that's what we had agreed upon and I'm a man of my word. And who knows, so, your mind might change because right. I've met people who I didn't think were attractive at first sight, but I got to know them and then right. I found them attractive. Yeah, and, yeah. and I mean, it was fine, like, it, not a huge deal, and I think me and her both knew that we weren't going to talk again after that first, con- you know, first date, which is fine, it's just as long as you guys can just deal with shit like that, but, you know, and not take it to heart, it's like, well, it's just not my thing, you know, there's plenty of guys out there that are sick fucks, that are into really weird shit like that, and they just want morbidly obese people. There's and, uh, something for everyone out there. Yeah, they're totally really cool with that shit, you know. But like, you know, it's just not my thing. Yeah, that's all. That's, that's just so, not my thing. So I'm gonna change the subject because uh, <laughs> I had this idea. I was at work and I was really bored. And I thought this would be a really funny idea. You know how they make movies where they show like the white person going into the hood trying to fix things, and then they show the movies where they have the white person that goes in the hood and they become more cool and hip because of uh, their inner city children how <laughs> funny would it be if they made a movie like that where an sjw moves from the city to the country and <laughs> is taught how to not be such a tight ass about everything that would be cool would that be funny like, like yeah, they, make, they make them the watch blazing like saddles and animal house and you know like and loosen, loosen up yeah, yeah just exactly loosen up and it's just like it's a coming of age movie from uptight SJWs to become more so relaxed. Fun. That's why we have so much fun on the other side, man, because like... Yeah, on our side, we're more fun. There's a can... lot less fucks given. Yeah. Right, exactly. Our fucks given... Well, take you take yourself a little less seriously. It, yeah, I was just gonna say that, but you mean, just don't take yourself so seriously. And I mean... You can't have fun if you get too fucking uptight, you know? <laughs> and that's what... That's the whole thing, man. <clears throat> man, I see this shit all the time. All they want to do is dream up new rules for everyone to follow. Or new things to be offended by. Yeah, it's like, exactly. oh, we found a new thing that's incredibly cruel to people that we never even realized was happening. <laughs> and it was, and it, it, we didn't know what horrors were happening under our radar this whole fucking time. Well, it's like <laughs> um, a few years so, ago, remember when they talked about they wanted to change, uh, what was it, on the $20 bill, Jackson, Andrew Jackson, they wanted to take him out the $20 bill because he was a slave owner right. and Harriet Tubman on there or some shit like that. Right. And I remember I was talking to my old boss I was like I was like that's it's like a terrible idea she's like well like there's like 20% of the population who's offended by that and I was like that's 20% of them and who cares if they're offended yeah it's not what he only did for this country I mean yeah he didn't well, if you, you want to boil slave. everything down to slave ownership, yeah, you didn't do like, it. Well, you didn't. You know. We might as well just pack this whole country up and fucking fold pack, it up. Basically, pack the whole world up because yeah, uh, yeah. like that. Exactly. Really, we didn't. We didn't create slavery, but we did end it in that's our country. Sure as fuck. That's for sure. And the West ended slavery. Yeah, and it still exists in other countries. And we even in even Thomas t- Sowell's book, we don't even talk uh, about black shit. or white. Was it black rednecks, white liberals? He even talks about uh, how, like, even after. Slavery was abolished in the United States, and you know people from Europe didn't participate in it. They went out of their way to try to stop it in other parts of the world where non-whites yeah. were enslaving people. Yeah. So, but my point is that I think that'd be a fucking hilarious skit or a movie idea. Oh, certainly. And uh, the reason why is because I think a lot of people on the left are just so uptight. They get so offended over anything like the Cleveland Indians with, uh, was it chief Hiawatha or whatever oh, his fucking God. name is or chief 
whatever the yeah, fucking thing is. Them, yeah. Wahoo. Yeah, Wahoo. Chief Wahoo or whatever. I mean, put a white guy on there wearing a cowboy hat and call him whatever. I wouldn't be offended by it. Well, yeah. Well, that's because we're not allowed to uh, uh, think racially, you know. Uh, we, we've, we've effectively killed racial unity amongst white people. And we did it for the greater good. And now... And if you really want to be diverse and all that shit, we need to kill that and everyone else too. Mm-mm. And mm. stop with all the crap. Because then we have like hyper-racialized minorities. They're all gunning for a, a non-racialized, non-unified uh, white population. Yeah. And, and it's just a free-for-all. That's what's fucked up is because the, the, what they want already exists. Yeah, and people have already fought for it. Uh, MLK died for it. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's yeah, and, and they don't like anything he said. Now, uh, is that right? I haven't even. Well, seen I mean, he's a judge you by by the character and, and not the color of your skin. Yeah, but exactly. Know that the that's prevailing philosophy is no color skin is everything. I know it's all about race. With it's not cultural at all. It's about skin color. Uh, you know, yeah, I never thought about race in terms until I didn't grow up that way. Like eight right. years ago, it seems like everything was about race. Things things got a hell of a lot worse since when I was in school. That's for goddamn sure. When I was in high school, that people didn't have this much racial tension. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot more easygoing. And actually, uh, we probably had a. I was in a mostly white school. Probably about five or six black uh, people in our school. Mm. And everybody was super nice to them. They were, like, popular because they're the only ones, you know? Well, the school I went to, I went to a school. Even the ones who were assholes, people wanted to hang out with still. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, because you're exotic in that that situation, you know? Well, yeah. But when I went to school, there was a huge deal of black people uh, coming from Michigan. Shit ton of Arabs. You don't see too many Arabs down here. Lots of Arabs in Michigan. I'm talking a lot. No, there's a shitload out here and uh, where uh, I live here. No, 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 no. Just go go to Walmart after like fucking normal I'm, people hours. I'm telling <laughs> you, I've seen Arabic people down here. I'm yeah. telling you, in Michigan, it is completely different. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, you're talking about Michi- Michigan. Yeah. Uh, it's completely different. The, I went to school with a lot of black kids, Arabic kids, and uh, because it was a university town, there's lots of Asians. And then there's, of course, lots of white people and then other fucking ethnicities like Hispanics. Not as much Hispanics up there as you do have down here. A lot more Mexicans down here. But uh, we all went to school together, and the only racial tension actually was between the Arabs and blacks. Really. That's about it. Mm-hmm. But white people got along with black people for the most part, and vice versa. <clears throat> and then right after high school, right when Obama became president, it seemed like there were these lines drawn. Oh, yeah. And friends that I was friend, you know, white and black friends... They picked their side, and I picked my side. And it was kind of shitty to have to pick a side, but I'm not the one who's going to say, oh, fuck white people. I'm white. I'm not going to say fuck myself. Yeah, why are you going to say, in my face? Yay, I'm enlightened, you know? <laughs> uh, I want to die. Uh, no, I want to pretend that I am a uh, formless orb yeah. of thought that yeah. is not affected by anything at all. I'm a complete third party. That's what uh-huh. liberals think, you know, like... Bring it on! Kill the white man, and they just like the, I'm not. I'm not in this fault. body. It's no, I'm a floating fault. thing that's going to be unaffected by this race war. I keep fomenting. Yeah, I. It's... I mean, I was actually friends with more black people than I was with white people when I was in middle school. 
And then as I got older, tension started to rise. Yeah. And the reason why I was probably friends with mostly black people is not because of the neighborhood I live in, it's because they're mostly more alpha than the white dudes. You know, mm-hmm. they, they like to fight, they like to talk shit, they like to riff, you know, and yeah. I enjoy that kind of atmosphere. I like talking it's shit. It's funny yeah. that the liberals never bang, uh, bash the fucking minority groups for having those masculine, macho, macho fucking... Yeah. Uh, you know, they never want to say shit. They, mm-hmm. When they say toxic masculinity, you know they're talking about white dudes only. Yeah. They're talking they, about white dudes having a fucking spine. They want to hammer white dudes to the end of the earth. But then, you know, you talk to some uh, black guys like, I don't know, fags, no gay motherfuckers, yada, yeah. yada. And they're like, I'm not going to say you anything. Know, I'm not. Uh, I, don't, I can't say anything uh, about that. I will that. say that uh, I, I don't know about black community. I, I, I think they are pretty pretty uh bad with homosexuality like uh, as far yeah they're as, not like, down with that yeah and like uh, but i will say that hispanics like they don't take that shit at all like uh, the machismo and shit that they have mm-hmm. they fucking hate homosexuality man like yeah. it's something that they just they cannot it does not jive well with their yeah society. the media hasn't tried to they're, beat the, all that out of them they're, they're, they're mostly they're very, catholic too yeah so they're, they're very, very structured like you know traditional like the the men you know the breadwinner the women you know they they, they take know, care of the shit and they yeah. cook, shitting they babies out left and right yeah, yeah that's, that's why that's why you can have a huge family you don't have to be rich like a lot of people assume you have to be uh-huh. you get it done and when you have it set up correctly where the man does the man shit and the woman does the woman stuff then you could do it mm-hmm. you don't need to have a shitload of money to do that mm-hmm. unless you want to spoil your kids which I don't intend to do with my son no, that's always a bad idea well they just turn out to be ungrateful in my opinion, I mean, just think yeah, about yeah. it. They, if they, if you give, if you give anyone, adults or kid, everything. Think yeah. about the people who are dependent on the state. If they they got to they got to grind. They, yeah. they got to grind for. If you got the means to do it, then make them grind for it. Then that's the best way. Well, the way my Jesus dad always did it was: if you want something, you're gonna have to work for it. I have plenty of shit around yeah. the house for you to do. Do this, and uh, yeah. I'll give you some money. Or my dad had his own business. Like, you want to make some money? You want something? You want to make some money? You come work for me. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Rather than just, oh, let me just spoil you. That's what grandparents are for. I will never give my mom or my mother-in-law a hard time about spoiling my son. That's what grandparents are for. Yeah, because they're not around constantly. So exactly. It's just a neat, neat little tre- uh, treat on the edge there. Right. <laughs> but my the gran- real deal yeah. is like everyday stuff. Bro, my yeah. grandparents spoiled me, but my mom and dad... That's what they want to do. Yeah, That's they want to. Grandparents That's do. what grandparents like, do. My mom, my mom and dad, they're like, you want here. something, you gotta <laughs> fucking work for it, you know? They've been dreaming of that ever since they had you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because they can cut and run when the shit gets thick. Uh, yeah, you know that, that's what's nice about it. That's what they enjoy that. It's like a, you know, it's like the a, sweet revenge. It's like that Bill. Co- <laughs> right. You ever hear that Bill Cosby yeah. skit when he talked about when he had kids and his kids met his parents, and his parents are super nice to his kids and spoiling them, and he's like, "These are not the same people who raised me." <laughs> <laughs> I said that to my stepsisters. Because mm-hmm. my mom is remarried and I have two younger stepsisters and my mom has way more patience for them than she ever did with my sister and I. But granted, I'll give my mom a break. She was a young mom. Uh-huh. But I've told him numerous times, like, this is not the same woman who raised me. Yeah. It's like, you pulled the crap. If I pulled the same shit you pulled, I would have got a backhand. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I see that mean? shit with my little brother even because my, my dad had, you know, another kid from, you know, another woman later on when I was, you know, in my teens and shit. But, uh. 
Yeah, me and my older brother, we both see that shit, how he gets treated, and you're like... What the fuck? You're like, dude, <laughs> I, you got it real fucking good right now. No dude. shit. Dad used to be a fucking pit bull. He'd fuck your ass up. He tried any yeah. bullshit, dude. He'd slap you around. You're getting away with a lot. <laughs> I know. I could have done better with some more heavy-handed parenting. That's for sure. <sighs> yep. I was a bit of a... It has its place. Yeah. When you're young, you fucking hate it. But I'm, I made it out okay, but... Uh, well, my wife and I have already talked about it. I would have been a hell of a lot better, though. <laughs> I'm going to have to be the prison guard or the prison... Yeah. The warden. <laughs> the That's warden. the dad uh, job. You know, I'm, yeah. I, right. And... It's you don't natural. Have to like me, you're gonna respect me. Yeah, though. it's natural yeah. for the man. And to you're want gonna that. love me when you're when you're fucking ahead of everyone else around you in your mid twenties. Uh, God, you know how many times everyone's I heard that from still my fucking. Dad. <laughs> everyone's still my, fucking itching their ass and smelling their fingers, and, and you're how like many times onto have, something. How many times have you guys heard this? This hurts me more than it hurts you, yeah. and you're gonna thank me when you're older. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I heard that. All the time from my dad every time I screwed up. Not only is that a cliche, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a cliche because it is true. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. My parents weren't together, and my dad whipped my ass if I acted up, and my mom didn't necessarily do so. Can you guess who I listened to better? Yeah. Yeah, my dad. Because he commanded authority. He didn't demand it. He commanded it. There's right. a big difference there with demanding it. If you just he demand was scary. something. He was a scary well, he, guy. He asserted that authority right, the dominance yeah. yeah that's that's what you gotta do you and gotta establish I, the uh, i don't want to disparage my wife because she's an amazing woman but even when it comes to the dogs they listen to me more than they listen to her hmm. it's going to be that way when we have kids there's just no way about it because she doesn't know how to assert authority right yeah it's in that sense male female dynamic and, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. a perfect balance between a man and woman that needs to be yeah. it'll be revered. exactly the same with yeah. the kid yeah. it needs to be that way yeah, yeah, you gotta have love, and you also have to have like direction, and it's hard to do both as one person. Yeah, that's why that you know big problem with our country is single family, single, single moms, single single parents, oh, yeah. single yeah. parents. Yeah, yeah. I mean, too much of one, not enough of the other. Yeah, I mean, because you're, you're, you're gonna every person is more of one than the other, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, you're not gonna give the whole package. It it takes two, baby, <laughs> me and you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Fucking hell, like, you can't do it all alone. Well, I feel like a lot of these school shooters have even, been fatherless. Even with fucking alimony and right. child support, it's you're true. still fucking up huge. Well, you know, young men need dads or father figures. Like, a friend of mine, I won't say his name, but a friend of mine, he didn't have his dad. His dad abandoned him, but his mom made it a priority to find father figures to come hang out with him and take him out and do things. She called him uncles. No, they <laughs> no, like their names are like Tim or That's Brad or something like that. You know, no, but seriously, like he yeah. would go out and hang out with these guys. You bang your uncle, <laughs> <laughs> and you There's know, a couple celebrities and football players. He would, he would just have he would just have father figures around. If you if you're a single mom, that's the best you can do. But what you don't need to do is do this like, oh, I'm doing the job of two parents. Pat me on the back, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, the idea that one person can do it all. No, you're you're just gonna you're, you're not gonna raise a person right. They're gonna get too much of one thing and not enough of another. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it, it, and if it's like your dad raising a son, it might be uh, not as bad as if a dad is raising raising a daughter alone, or a mom is or raising vice a son. versa with the yeah. other shit. Because or you know, I feel like a mom raising a girl, you're not gonna have too much of a problem there, but a mom raising a boy you may have more conflict there because that young man's going to want a father figure. That's especially bad. Yeah, he needs that because, discipline. Yeah, because the, the 
the the boy will never have because you need to be shown how to harness mm-hmm. all this crazy you know fucking uh, testosterone. And let's shit. be honest, I don't understand and, women. And the whole sex, and women don't sex understand thing. men. Yeah, we don't understand each other. You think I could raise a girl to be a proper lady? It'd be a hard work to no, do. No, we have no idea. Yeah, I don't know what it fucking takes to be a woman. Yeah, you know, I mean, I would try to raise her in, like what my best idea of a woman is well best case scenario is when you're uh, a single father raising a daughter is that she's like turns out to be one of those tomboys level-headed tomboy types who can Mm -hmm. do a whole bunch of guy shit and then she she marries some like super manly guy and uh you know, they, they have a farm or some shit. You know, right. that's the best case fucking scenario. <laughs> I mean, that's a fucking really fucking that was bad. A weird conversation. Yeah. <laughs> that's but, pretty but funny. But when you yeah. have a, a single mom Full raising circle, raising a boy, she's gonna she's gonna tell everything to that little boy how not to ever fucking make a woman mad ever. But making women mad is part of life. And it's that's the only thing you're going to learn from a dad because uh, mom's never going to say it. She's like, no. Uh, she's going to go off the laundry list of everything every man uh, ever pissed well, her gonna, off. She's going to take her aggression out. Yeah, yeah. Of every well, man on that boy. Well, but basically what you're going to be taught is don't bother women at all. <laughs> you know? So then well, you're going to be unfulfilled. I can't you won't sp- know how to talk to women other than say, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want to generalize <laughs> all I'm single bad moms. for being attracted to you. And, I, and I'm going to have a complex over it. I, I don't want to generalize all, all single moms. The dad's going to be like, you know what? Just I do wanna, throw your dick out there and see I do want to say this, though. <laughs> I, I know people who are single moms, and they go through boyfriends all the time and they have young kids and I tell them all the time I was like quit bringing those boyfriends around your son unless you know it's serious because you're fucking with them because yeah. that young boy sees that man as a father figure and the next thing you know you got another one coming around or it's just like your mom's a whore and uh, the you know uh, she's not even you know sacred you know it's like Right, yeah, uh, it's a bad thing to. Then, then they have nightmares that the school bully's fucking your mom too, you know. <laughs> right. and then you bring a gun to school and shoot everybody. <laughs> so that that to, brings to, us to wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, that brings us full circle to to back to the yeah the to, actually, to bring it back. Yes, I, single moms are raising school shooters. <laughs> Apparently, yes. that's part of it. That is definitely part of it. I, I won't deny it's that. that. I'm, I'm, being a bit, I'm being a bit facetious, but at the same time, there is a lot of correlation between single moms raising boys and then those boys committing crime. There's so many goddamn the breakdown factors. of society. You used There's to just so marry factors. somebody and you stuck to it, whether you liked it or not, and yeah. that was better for fucking this country. Just long enough for the fucking kid to grow yes. up, and then okay, yes. I'm fucking done yeah. with you. As soon as the but, kids are out of the house, the dad comes out as gay, and the fucking uh, the, <laughs> right. the wife fucking goes around and starts banging college guys. <laughs> There's so many things that factors in factors into all this shit. And they still lived in the same house. <laughs> but uh, one, hey, one if Elton John can do it. Anybody can. Yeah, you know, there's nothing greater than a good old-fashioned gay guy. You know, the, the closeted one that didn't come out until his 50s. It comes out real smooth like a fine fucking uh, liquor. <laughs> right. Nice. I don't know. Instead of all sloppy and retarded. <laughs> like these fucking young idiot kind. Fucking, yeah. They don't know where they're at in Yeah, society. it's like, no, no, you need they're to push confused. that shit down. <laughs> we actually but, uh, talked about gay people at my job today. Uh, for some reason, I don't know why. Oh, someone was trying to skip trace someone to find out where they worked or whatever through Facebook. And it was like this man 
had a flannel tied up like this, and he was laying like, into the selfie like that, and everyone just <laughs> went over to look and laugh. And, uh, <laughs> and the topic of gays came up, and like I've told you guys before, I feel like gay people can just say and do whatever they want, and no one says anything. Yeah. And uh, thank God it was at the end of the day, because there's this one guy I work with named Mike who just, he will leave his desk to come right to your desk to have like a really deep conversation with you. Uh-huh. And you're like, I'm on the clock, motherfucker. I can't be having conversations <laughs> like this. We can give her little snippets here and there, but we can't be talking like this. And he's old, so he's like, yeah, I remember when I was younger, we uh, had a party and one of this, well, all the ladies left and this guy came out. He's like, I'm homosexual. Luckily, we were all friends with him, but he never came back to school the next day because I think he told his mom and back in those days, we would have kicked his ass. And I was just like, Jesus, Mike, you say the most outrageous things <laughs> like, at work, man. You know, we think we were just busting chops here. You just, you bring up some deep shit. <laughs> well, before this gets too off the rails. I went way, way off the rails a while ago. <laughs> Thank the booze we'll, for that. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, kind of end this off here, but uh, on one last thing here because I wanted to get to this because I know a lot of people have been uh, have mixed feelings about uh, this. Is back to the school shooting, um, uh, the aftermath of this, where Trump is talking hard on banning bump stocks this time, and um, you know, like it's caused a big thing in our community about you know. Uh, we're we're giving them an inch and they're gonna take a mile and That's all this and, every, and everybody is like super pissed at Trump for doing this and uh, I just wanted to get everybody's opinions on that a little bit because yes uh, because oh, yeah. I, well honestly you know I I you know okay, I'll give you my j- opinion just to come to to very um, bring this back down to earth here is that uh, okay leadership you're never gonna agree with everything someone does. That's just you can't you, please you just, all the people all the time, right? You just gotta understand that uh, you know a president especially is gonna do things that you don't agree with. Uh, so don't have blind trust and everything that they do is gold. But um, you know, I think it's really weird—a weird thing for him to come out and do uh, because okay, for one, bump stocks were not even used in this shooting in the first place. No. So that's weird. Uh, there should have been much bigger of a push uh, for the from the Vegas shooting for that. Right. Um, but for some reason, he came out uh, left field with this. <clears throat> and I honestly think... Well, that was brought up, though, when that happened. Oh, but. yeah, it was, definitely. But now they're like, you know, and now for some reason, Trump jumped on board with it. But honestly, I, I think, you know, because I'm going to give credit to Trump because I think he's smarter than most people think he is. But I think he basically picked something really stupid that is not that big of a deal mm-hmm. that um, that can be sacrificed just to make it seem like uh, he's you know just to give the liberals some quick you know gratification well, that oh yeah look see we're doing this we're gonna try to do this oh can I cut in. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So there was this thing called the Atkins Accelerator made for like 22 Rugers back in the day, which is basically like a spring they would put in those rifles to where if you held the trigger, it kind of had the same kind of idea yeah. as the bump stock, but it was actually in the chamber. Uh, uh, they banned those, right? So basically what Trump is doing is that he's taking this tragedy, which it was, and he's trying to shut the liberals up in a way where he thinks best. Give a dog a bone, basically. But he's just basically just something. putting a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we could 
piss and moan all day that he's trying to restrict bump fire stocks, but how many people own a fucking bump fire stock? I didn't even know about them until the Vegas shooting. And, oh, uh, I knew about know, them, but I, a lot of people thought they were garbage that didn't know about them. Right, because when I went to gun stores and I talked to people about bump fire stocks and asked them if they had them, I'm like, those things are garbage. It's right. just like a quick way to fucking blow I've, your ammo I've out. I've heard yeah. that the bill actually says like it's anything that accelerates the rate of fire in the rifles. From what I was told yeah. is that the reason why they are legal is that you have to have a little bit of a push motion with your hand and there's a bit of a back and forth with the bump stock obviously well, but your finger is always pulling the trigger well the thing uh, yes yes and you're not uh you're not changing the mechanics of the internals mm-mm. because anyone can bump fire a fucking gun yeah, if right. your finger's I've fast enough, you can. You don't have. You don't even have to use a belt loop. You can just do it freestanding. I've yeah. seen that video. As long as you just lock that? your arms and just get. In, you right. can just he, do he it just, without the. There's right. a video where a dude who just puts his finger in yeah. there and it, and it just fucking it goes just so, like a bump stock. It's not practical, I but don't people think can do it. The, the this tree that he's barking up is not even going to lead to the ban of the bump stock. Did he say bump stock? I think he just said some, anything that increases the rate of fire. Bump stock. He did say bump stock. He did say bump stock. Yeah, okay. And I know NRA is on board with it, and everybody's mm-hmm. all pissed at NRA, too. Uh, here's the thing, though. But, I really don't think it's that big of a deal because this just simulates automatic fire. It's not actual it's automatic not, it's fire. It's not real automatic and rate of fire. And most people it, who are gunners are totally all right with us not it, owning automatic weapons. So it, It's a loophole thing to begin with. Exactly. Right. And, exactly. And, and it got clarified under Obama, uh, who, is, who it, fucking doesn't want us to have guns. Right. And... Uh, even even him with with the control of all, all the shit that you know the way he ran shit, um, you know they said eh let it fly you know right um right. so I think that okay so you know the whole thing like if you're a right handed puncher you throw a left first right because you know that they're gonna react to that right away uh-huh. so you throw your weak punch first and you come in with, with the, the haymaker fucking, yes so <laughs> this is a rope-a-dope uh-huh. he's gonna do something with this he's not just throwing shit away because right. why the fuck would he ever do that he is way smarter than that yeah. i'm with you aaron on that uh-huh. i think he's a lot smarter than people give him yeah. credit for i right. think he's thinking four moves ahead right. oh certainly because i always think he is he is he is Maybe he's trying to goad them into fucking demanding more. I mean, he may and talk. They will. And and they can, already just like the that. DACA thing, you know. Just fucking give them. Uh, Trump may talk what like a blue collar guy, for, but he talk. And, and he then, does things and then smart. Make, and then watch them demand, uh, you know, something ridiculous because they think they're in a powerful position. And then, and then you just say. Look at these fucking people. <laughs> I, get, I try to give them what they want, and they just want more and, and more. They want more and more. So no, fuck you. No right. deal. No fucking deal. Uh-huh. And then, and then, boom, right into the election, you know, Trump tried to save these fucking DACA people, uh-huh. and, and, and the, the Democrats didn't want it to stop being a wedge issue, so they did nothing. And then he tried to do some gun control shit, like you're fucking br- baying constantly over. Uh-huh. And uh, no, you had to overstep on that, too, because Trump's always got to be wrong. Uh-huh. And then he'll just lay it all out. Yeah, these are things he's going to bring up when he runs again. Or, yeah. like... Like when people had a problem with DACA, it's like no, he passed it to Congress. Yeah, it wasn't Trump them. doing anything. Trump yeah, just yeah. Said, gave them the power. He gave, and he gave them, them the, the power. Yeah, why do you want Trump to do? You know what Trump's going to do is like undo the 
undo it the same way it was done. Oh, did you but, see but that? He thing knows. Today he knows they're... exactly how to use it as a as a political tool because it's not even his baby. Yeah, and he's right. he's just swinging around by the fucking foot. <laughs> you know. Right. Did you see that thing today where they're taking a nation of immigrants out of the? Uh, was it the integration policy where they were like we're no longer referred to as a nation of immigrants? Really? No. Yeah, there's an article that talks yeah, about Yeah, I heard about yeah. that. They took that line out. We're taking that line out. Now it's like to secure the homeland hmm. instead. Like basically yeah. that's the idea behind why he took it why it's taken out. I don't think Trump did it. But yeah. Immigration basically I, said we're no longer a nation of immigrants. We are a I but guess yeah, I, I, think, I think that all three of us are probably not very concerned about this uh, right. rhetoric that he's tossed out there. Well, I know that I Trump's not going to ban guns, so I'm not worried about that, it. I can tell that my AR-15 at home doesn't care too much about it because yeah. <laughs> it's still there. Yeah. It's still you know beautiful as it is, and it, it don't care about I'll the I'll tell whole you what, thing. I wish I had some guns, but they all fucking fell off the damn boat. <laughs> <laughs> I lost him in a boating accident. <laughs> what are you on about? You guys don't really, <laughs> never mind. But before, but once we stop this and I explain it to you, all your shit's going off the fucking edge of a boat too. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, yeah. All right, I got yeah. You. Well, at the bottom of the lake. Good luck, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I still have my Kentucky long rifle, and that thing takes forever to load. There we go. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait for the Democrats to try to get me to get rid of that one, huh? All I have is about fucking six folding chairs. <laughs> so you gotta have TV to, trays. You gotta have a fucking gun rated for uh, seven folding chairs or more. <laughs> nice. Hey, you know what? The bullets better be faster than my chair, because otherwise it's a moot point, right? Wait, did you see that thing on Facebook where someone was complaining about? Uh, it's like. The velocity of a rifle bullet is, is faster than fa- a pistol. Faster than a pistol. So it's like, why should anybody even try to engage a rifleman with a pistol? It's like, oh, because <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, well, obviously, you don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, I don't know shit about guns, and I don't like them. <laughs> right. And I like cops, <laughs> and I don't like cops, and I like cops. <laughs> cops are good. Cops are bad. Guns are good. Guns are bad. <laughs> Whatever I need at the moment. I just want to hurt right wingers. That's all. I want to ban guns whether it fixes anything or not. Because I don't need one. Even though I'm I'm a hipster that lives in the ghetto and I get robbed three times a month. They don't complain about the ghetto having reparations. That's just reparations. This is like in Lion King. It's the the circle of life. (laughs) I deserved it. Guns are racist. <laughs> Self-defense is racist. Uh, I'll end up on a funny story for some reason because you brought up guns and racism, but <laughs> in the same sense, this this will end it up here. But so I I went to a a, a gun range after a, a gun show, like I always do. It's like my tradition. Go to the gun show. Maybe get some ammo or something. I, then I want to go play with my toys. I go to the gun the gun range. But I went there, right? And um, so I'm there with some buddies. And um, this group of black dudes, you know, comes in eventually. But we're there. We're all shooting pistols. It's just us out there on the lanes. And uh, my buddy's got his Kimber 45 
badass guns. Oh yeah, very amazing. nice. Amazing trigger pull. Oh my god, thousand dollar bill. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, so so he loads his shit up right, you know, and, and he steps out in, into the lane, and I'm sitting, I'm standing in the back right by the entrance door to the range, and um, these dudes walk in, these black guys, right, and uh, I fucking glance over at him, I'm like, okay, you know, this guy, some guys are coming in, and then I notice. This fucking dude doesn't have uh, ear protection on. He doesn't have <laughs> and a like, gun range, indoor gun range, indoor gun range. He just walks in without ear protection, and I was like, I, you know, I glanced and didn't, you know, and, and I was like, oh, holy fuck! And, and I'm like yelling at my buddy. I'm like, hey, hey, man, don't shoot, don't shoot, man. And he's like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck's going on? He just said, hands up, don't shoot. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this is way before any of that oh, happened. Okay. <laughs> so like, he turns around, and he's like, what the fuck's going on? I was like, this dude, and I, you know, I, I kind of pointed at him. I was like, he doesn't, he doesn't have fucking ear protection on. And uh, everybody turns and looks at him, and uh, you know, the dude. He's like, what? Because I'm black. The dude just starts laughing. He's like, <laughs> he's like, well, well, I can handle that, man. He's like, that ain't nothing, man. He's like, I don't need no guy. Go ahead and shoot, man. It's all right. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? No, you are not going to be okay, dude. He's just loud, man. Yeah, dude, especially in a confined yeah, area. Yeah, because that sound bounces off the walls. Yeah. He's shooting a forty-five in a confined area. You're going to be fucking deaf. But he put the shit on, you know, after, you know, he laughed about it for a minute. I was just like, dude, whatever. That yeah. shit is not fucking funny at in, all. in his mind, it's like, act natural, act natural. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like when I watch movies with people having gunfights, and I was like, their eardrums would be bleeding right now. <laughs> well, he yeah. was bringing in a fucking pistol grip 12-gauge to shoot at the range, and <laughs> they were shooting it, like, five feet from the... <laughs> From the the stall, dude. Well, I guess <laughs> I guess he's just practicing for home defense. <laughs> right, that's like there's not much aiming yeah. involved with that, man. He just, he's like, you he might if I bring a couple of sheets of sheetrock in here because <laughs> what, what I'm trying to do is not hurt my house. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the end of my story there, and I guess we'll uh, we'll end off there unless we have any objections to that. No, I don't have any news. No, this no, is pretty, pretty fucking far, funny. So this has been, this <laughs> yeah. has been a pretty... Uh, we go longer and stronger every episode. That's right, baby. That's right. There's usually more beer on the table while that's weren't done, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? That's all right, yeah. Well, we had cool. plenty to talk about. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We were, we were flapping yeah, our gums a little, ever bit, listens, little bit longer than we were drinking. Was, if time. they ever wonder why we're, we go on these tangents, because we're pretty liquored <laughs> up. The show is called Beer. I am the liquor. Oh, certainly. I love this shit. Yeah, all right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys, man. It's been another uh, uh, episode of Beer. Thanks a lot. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.